0: Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the newest segment of the Disney Dads podcast. Each week we'll explore the stories that made Walt Disney the American icon he is today. From Walt's birth to his death, this weekly show will be completely dedicated to Walt and the people around him. My name is Justin and I want to welcome you to Walking with Walt. Last week when I left you, we were in Marceline, Missouri in the early 1900s at Walt's early childhood from ages about five to nine. And Elias had moved the family from Chicago to Marceline to not only be closer to family, but also to get the the children outside of the city lifestyle into more of a country way of living. While in Marceline, Walt fell in love with the country way of living. He fell in love with the animals, the people, the small town. And that's where Walt began to find the passion for drawing and for arts as he would sit under the Disney tree, the dreaming tree, and gaze up at the sky and dream about the things that he wanted to accomplish one day with his passion for the arts. Walt's father, Lias, was a hard man. He saw life very differently than the way Walt saw it. He found that the passion that his son had for drawing was an absolute waste of time there were chores to be done and the harder you worked then the further you would go in life is the way Elias looked at things we can accredit Elias for one thing he did instill in Walt the hard work and dedication that he would have later in his life when he came up with the Walt Disney company with his brother Roy my question is this who was this man who was Elias Disney You know, Elias only had around a decade to influence Walt from age, let's say, five to 15, 16, because at age 16, Walt forged documents to enlist into the military. Uh, The actual age to enlist was 17. Walt forged those documents again. So Elias only had around a decade to influence Walt. It was that decade of influence, though, that created the work ethic and the dedication that Walt would carry on for the rest of his life let me take you on a journey through the history of Elias Disney. Now Elias was born to a few immigrants from Ireland in Blue Vale, Canada, which is now would have been a province of Ontario on February the 6th, 1859. So let's fast forward 19 years and the year is 1878 and Elias moves with his father Keppel to California in search of gold during the gold rush. But When they were unsuccessful there they ended up purchasing about 200 acres near Ellis, Kansas and creating a farm where his father and Elias would become farmers. Walt and Elias had a lot in common that a lot of people don't realize because once Walt was born Elias was forced to settle down and become a father and become a provider and he he couldn't chase the dreams that he once chased. For example, he had entrepreneurial tendencies Elias did. In 1884, he left the farm, left his father, he joined the railroad crew, and started building the Union Pacific across Denver. That didn't work out. He then left there. He actually became a professional fiddle player in Denver, something a lot of people don't know. When that didn't work out, he became a mailman in Kissimmee, Florida, which is very, very close to where Walt Disney World stands today. He actually even tried a career as an orange grove grower uh, there in Florida as well. Although Elias didn't have a lot of luck with his entrepreneurial endeavors, he did have luck with one thing, and that was when they moved to Kissimmee, the house they purchased sat right next door to the calls, and in that house was a young girl named Flora, and Flora and Elias fell in love, and on January the 1st, 1888, they were both married. Up until this point, Elias had been chasing a dream. He had been chasing a need to become something more, and he wasn't afraid to fail, but he wasn't afraid to chase something new, too. And he passed this sense of exploration on to his wife, Flora, when they boarded a train and right after, shortly after their nuptials, they headed to Chicago to create a new life for themselves. Chicago, Illinois, was exactly what Elias needed for that short period of time that they lived there. Elias was a strict, stern Christian man. They were members of the Congregational Church and there were many Sundays that he would give stern lectures, stern um, sermons to, to to the people of the church. And he befriended, whenever they moved there, a man named Walter Parr. And he was the congregational church's preacher from there, uh, from their neighborhood. And that is also who Walt Disney was named after once Walt was born. Just eleven short months after Elias and Flora say I do, pack their bags, move to Chicago to start a new life. Their firstborn enters the world. Herbert Arthur Disney is born on December the 8th, 1888. Two years after that, he gets a little brother. Raymond Arnold Disney comes into the world on December the 30th, 1890. Elias and Flora are happy. New life, two boys in Chicago, living the life in the big city. But why not add a third? Roy Oliver Disney is born to the Disney family on June 24th, 1893. And while you're at it, when you have three boys, what's four? Let's go ahead and add Walt. Walter Elias Disney is born on December the 5th, 1901. Four Disney boys under one roof. They were so happy, but there is only one thing that can make them happier a princess, of course. Ruth Flora Disney is born on December the 6th, 1903, and gives the Disneys their fifth child, their youngest, a daughter. Elias knows. That he has to concentrate on providing for his family. The time for dreaming has come and gone. And now it's time to concentrate on being a father to the five children him and Flora have. The Disney's never truly settled in Chicago. They never had one home that they, they stayed in for their entire duration in the city. They bounced around a lot. But the one thing that happened in Chicago that hadn't happened previously was Elias found some success in his businesses. He became an active contractor where he would purchase older homes or homes that were falling apart, falling down, and he would remodel them, remake them, and then he would sell them at a higher value to make money for the Disney family. The Disneys also became very active and very influential in the church there as well. Elias was one of the church trustees and Flora was actually the treasurer of the church and Elias built the St. Paul Congregational Church which was dedicated in 1900. Chicago was a great time in Elias Disney's life. He, he saw more success in the short time that they lived in Chicago than he had seen any other time in his life. He was successful in his business whether it be flipping houses Uh, building new homes. Uh, He was making money. He was able to provide for the five children that him and Flora had, had, had brought into this world. He also was his influential in the church, which at that time meant everything to Elias, being the strict Christian that he was. But there was a big problem with their existence in Chicago, and that is this. Both Flora and Elias were terrified about the rising rates of criminal activity that were happening in the neighborhoods surrounding them and they were more worried not so much about the criminal activity but about the influence that it might have on the Disney children as they grew. Elias decides what's best for the family is to leave Chicago to get away from the criminality that has surrounded the neighborhood they live in and surrounded really the city that was Chicago. So he decided that Country lifestyle was the best way to raise the four boys and one girl that they had. So the seven of them boarded a train and headed to Marceline, Missouri, where Alliance would purchase a farm there and start a new life for his family. We know that Marceline was the largest influence that Walt had on his life and the largest influence that we see now in the Disney parks and in Disney movies. But I don't want to spend much time on Marceline because we spent all of Episode 3 talking about Marceline and the, the influence it had over Disney. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, jump back, listen to Episode 3, and, and it'll tell you all about it. I want to fast forward to July 1st, 1911, where Elias and the Disney family have moved to Kansas City, Missouri. And Elias goes and he purchases a newspaper delivery route for the Kansas City Star. Elias found success in Kansas City with his newspaper. He had multiple people delivering papers for him. And two of those people were Roy and Walt Disney. And he would pay the boys uh, every week to deliver the papers, but he wouldn't pay Roy or Walt. He thought that just putting food on the table and putting a roof over their head and clothing on their back was enough payment enough. And so the two boys would go out For hours every day, delivering papers in the cold, in the rain, to make sure that the Disney family always was provided for. Elias sold the paper route on March 17, 1917. And after he sold the paper route, he moved back to Chicago for a short period of time. He had invested back in 1912 in a company called the Ozell Company. And he wanted to take an active role in, in management there. And so, he rented a place there in Chicago where he stayed a few years. When he retired, though, he found himself back in Kansas City. But, of course, like most people that are retired, he couldn't sit still. So, he took up carpentry once again and, uh, and spent the rest of his days in Kansas City working on homes, fixing things, and, uh, and doing what he had done, really, his whole life. In September, October 1921, Elias and Flora moved to Portland, Oregon. Their son, Herbert, had lived there for a few years already, and they wanted to be closer to family. While there, they were able to watch Roy and Walt find success with the Disney company down in Hollywood. As Walt and Roy found success, they, they did miss one thing, though. They missed their family, and that was hard for them because they had grown up in a big family, you know, five kids and Flora and Elias all in one home, and they had always helped each other get through hard times. So they sent for their mom and dad to move closer to them, closer to the Disney lot, and they purchased them a home there right outside of the Disney property. At a young age, Disney had always had a passion for drawing, and Elias had always thought it was nonsense. He thought it was a waste of time, a waste of money. But later in life, Elias was very, very proud of his two sons. He was proud of of Walt, He was proud of Roy, and he was proud of the accomplishments they had had. He was always very, very fascinated with Walt's early animated films. Elias loved being close to his sons. He loved being able to see firsthand all the success that Walt and Roy had achieved through their animation studio. But of all the joy and all the success and all the happiness that he felt was all diminished one day on November the 26th, 1938, when his beloved Florida Disney died unexpectedly of a gas leak at the Disney home. Surrounded by his sons, surrounded by their accomplishments, the happiness they provided the world, Elias lived his final days in sadness. He was never able to recover from the emotional, the terrible loss that he had had when his beloved had died. And on September the 13th, 1941, Elias Disney passed away in Hollywood, California. Elias is entombed next to his wife, Flora Call Disney, at the Great Mausoleum in the Sanctuary of Truth in the Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California. Charles Elias Disney, the son of Raymond Disney, once wrote in a biography about his grandfather, Elias Charles Disney was a decent man with all of the struggles life seemed to bring him. Elias never refrained from providing for his beloved family. Over time, there's been a lot of Disney dads, but I dedicate this episode to the original Disney dad, Elias Disney. Although Elias was a stern, hard man, his boys loved him. The Disney brothers loved their father. And you can see that love enshrined on Main Street USA in both Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom. The next time you're taking a stroll down Main Street, look up. If you're in the Magic Kingdom, right above Uptown Jeweler, you'll find the Elias Disney Contractor window. And if you're in Disneyland, right above the Eporium, you'll find the same window. The Disney brothers love their father. And from one Disney dad to the original Disney dad, I say thank you. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for this fourth episode of the newest segment of the Disney Dads podcast. It's been so much fun to expand my knowledge on Walt and to be able to learn more about the man and the people around him that helped create such an amazing place that we all love so, so much. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I hope to see you the same time next week as we go Walking with Walt.